0: Welcome to They Talk Your Game Off-Season Edition. We're doing our end-of-season reviews of each club. I am lucky as ever joined by Harvey.
1: Hello and welcome today all. Today
0: we are reviewing the Brisbane Broncos. That's right, the Broncos from Brisbane, the Brisbane Broncos. They <laughs> I feel like I'm writing an essay and I'm trying to hit a word count. But we're 30 seconds into this podcast, so I probably shouldn't be trying to hit a word count just yet. Um, the Broncos are obviously one of the most supported clubs in the game, one of the richest, one of the most powerful historically, and the last couple of years, how the mighty have fallen. Obviously, finishing 14th this year. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 still. <laughs> There's a bit of hope for the Broncos, I think, going into next year.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. I think that there's lots. Lots has changed over the last couple of years. I think that they really hit rock bottom with the mm. wooden spoon. Um, Kevi Walters came in and he's trying to sort of rebuild their culture. I think it's working, but it's a slow process. Yeah, um, He's given lots of chances to lots of young players. And some of them have been successful. Some of them he's trusted. Some of them haven't quite been ready for first grade. Um, But I think over the next couple of years, they'll be better for it. Mm. And they're recruiting pretty well for next year. They just need to get some... I mean, in the spine alone, I think the maximum any sort of combination was played together was four games or five Mm -hmm. games All other games, they were shuffling around who was six, who was seven, who was in that starting lineup, who was playing at fullback. Um, Even Hooker, they they didn't have a settled option. So that amount of change throughout the season is always going to spell disaster, really.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully it was a purposeful thing and hopefully the club sort of made a purposeful decision to say to Kevin Walters, like, you know, look, your job is safe for this year. Like, you know, blood some players, try some half combinations so that 2022 this doesn't happen again, you know? Hope, like, and he's getting, you know, he's getting one of the best halfbacks in the world uh, at his club next year. Mm -hmm. So I guess he's given a lot of players some auditions for that six jersey next year, but the seven, barring an injury or a suspension, which I wouldn't see happening with Adam Reynolds. um, No, it's his for sure. Yeah. So, barring. Barring that, it's a battle for the six, and he had a few contenders pop up their head this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, they've always had that shining light in Payne Haas, who again was good for them. Um, but he just, it just feels like he's a bit of a Tamalolo type figure where mm. you can see athletically, he's so far ahead of the rest of the competition, and it's a real powerhouse battle in the middle that he just dominates every week, but to be on the losing side after those types of efforts is yeah, got to be tough for him. And he's still a very young player um, with a lot of his career ahead of him. So I think they need to get up to speed pretty quick and get a supporting cast and team around him that can be competitive if they want to keep him long-term.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and now it's time for Tony Razzo's ladder review for the year, now <laughs> sponsored by Tony Razzo. <laughs> um, after f- how they started the year, how they went mid during the year and how they finished. And after five rounds, they were second last. After 15 rounds, they were second last. Um, and after 25 rounds, they were third last. So m- m- as you can see throughout the year, improvement. And that's Yeah. <laughs> that's a- but very minor improvement and still keeping them – on the bottom of the ladder. So, yeah, you know, at least they finished, they did finish strong, uh, I guess, by their standards and there is hope going into next year.
1: I think that's the only way you can look at it really. I think this has to be a bit of an experimental year in terms of the players on the pitch and I think, I honestly think the focus for the club was off the field this year. Yeah. You know, like it felt that way that, they were trying to get the old boys back on board. Yeah, um, Kevi Walders was doing a lot of work in terms of the culture being set at the club, um, and you could sort of see that in the way that he was responding to their results throughout the year. He was often backing his players, saying it was he was proud of their efforts in, um, you know, defensively or whatever he thought the shining lights were, and trying to keep that hopeful positivity around the club um, and th- that view that this is a bigger project than just one year mm. very few clubs or coaches have that ability to sort of step back and say actually I've you know with the security of the club in a bigger question mark than our results this year we've got to look long term and I think that's what they've done um, and it's yeah, reflected in the results this year but Hopefully, it reaps rewards moving forward.
0: That's right. Let's get into some specific fan questions for, yes, uh, about please. the Broncos. Vince underscore Eats has asked for the pros of the Broncos and their signings for 2022. So, I guess let's just sort of go through who they've got. The obvious one is Adam Reynolds. Um, yep. It's massive think that's just like
1: they've got Kirk capewell signing that's, as well that's, that's huge as well That's ryan james coming up from canberra that's big, big as well. experience that is um, big
0: they got um billy walters son of the coach they're going for a bit of a cleary uh type approach yeah, to a premiership maybe that's the recipe that's that the recipe they think as long as we premiership success they might just try billy walters in the six next to adam reynolds so they can have that father-son combination don't know what happens probably not but yeah he, might, he um, might billy walters might be able to lock down a 14 jersey but then it'll be interesting. maybe the the difficult thing for Kevin walters is you know it's easy for ivan to coach his son when his son is by like the best player in the team yeah for uh, sure. but when your son's not the best player if you start picking him could be some question questions asked about what your motives are and why you're doing that
1: yeah 100 uh, percent um, yeah. I think the, the biggest pro for the Broncos next year is is going to be Adam Reynolds. I mean, it's the obvious one, but yeah. they haven't had a settled halfback um, for a few years. Obviously, yeah. Milford really didn't, since didn't work out.
0: Not really since Ben Hunt left the club. Yeah,
1: um, they, They've really been sort of regretting that decision to pick Milford over Ben Hunt, which is what it felt like. Yeah. Um, yeah, And I think he'll provide the, that stability, that game management, that leadership, everything he brought to the Rabbitohs, he'll he'll bring straight up to Brisbane. And I think the younger players in the side are going to thrive off that, uh, especially like those ball runners that they've got, Jordan, Ricky, Payne, Haas. Um, even out wide, people like Farnworth. I know Coates is is going, but they've got some really strong strike power. Yeah. Um, mm.
0: Yeah, in that side, that's just Coates is going not the, being directed. The only thing is that Coates, Coates goes. They haven't really replaced him. They've got you know Corey Oates, who was pretty much dropped from the team. Probably comes back. He in can on come that, back on in, that, that that's wing? For sure. Yeah, they've got Jordan Pereira signed from the Dragons. Um, he might, he might be a chance at a wing spot. Um, Asako, he's sort of in there as fullback or a winger. He's. Sarko gives me Valentine Holmes energy in that like, I think yeah. he was a great, a great winger who decided he was a fullback way too early in his career.
1: Um, you know. Well, I, I just think that, yeah, there, there are players with lots of potential here, but it's just that consistency. They haven't had – they've been asked to chop and change so much throughout the year that they've not been able to sort of perfect or, or commit themselves to learning about one position – and there are like specialist positions in this game. <laughs> it's not just, we talk a lot about players' versatility and being able to move from centre to wing and into that fullback role if asked. But the longer that you can spend in one of those positions, the better you're going to be at playing it, you know, with risk of sounding dumb. Yeah, It's just each of those positions does make really key decisions that are unique to playing in that role. And I feel like Isako is one of those players who's not being able to learn his craft in a consistent manner because each time he starts to get settled on the wing, he's then asked to go to fullback and focus Mm. on a whole bunch of different priorities. Or he's put into the centers where defensively you're asked to make so much more decisions that, you know, are arguably more impactful than any other position when defending that edge. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. I think there's lots of question marks still over those young, young fellas, despite getting some experience. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
0: Definitely. um, Another fan question from Luli underscore Blafoy underscore. This is about as vague as any question we're going to get and have gotten so far is. Uh, The question is, thoughts for 2022?
1: Thoughts for 2022. (laughs) I think that they will want to improve quite dramatically. I do think that the Broncos will view a top eight position as a sort of must-have next year. Yeah. I don't think they'll get there, (laughs) but I think that they've got to start re um refocusing their efforts onto the pitch and there's a chance. There's a, there's a certain chance. Yeah. I I've think still, it's g- gotta... really gonna start testing Kevy Walters and yes. his coaching credentials.
0: Yeah, it's a big year for Kevy Walters. Um it's it'll be the maker or breaker of his coaching career in my opinion. I just looking at Still looking at some of the players that they've let go. You know, we focus on their gains, but the fact that they're letting go of Xavier Coates, Ethan Bullimore, John Asiata, uh, and
1: Sam Walker and Reese Walsh as well over yeah, the last eighteen yeah, months.
0: Yeah, so you know, all of those five are players that you'd want to you'd in my you'd want to build a club around. And yeah, instead of doing that, they let them go, and then they they try and replace them with sort of shorter term options and players that. Like like Adam Reynolds who was basically forced out of South Sydney, Kurt Capewell, who I guess, you know, it, it's is an origin player, but they're able to get him, I think, because he's a Queenslander and probably wanted to move back home. And so Yeah. It's not like at the, the moment The thing
1: is about them is they they've always gonna or they're always gonna have a big nursery of talent wanting to come to the Broncos. Maybe that will change with the seventeenth team coming in another Queensland or, or Brisbane side potentially, mm. and that might split the talent that they can sort of recruit. But for the amount of players that they've yes let go, highly talented players who they probably regret, you're almost certain that there's another handful of players coming through their system at the moment that they're confident can be first grade stars and probably will be. Um and that's just by you know the benefit of being the sole Brisbane team for the last well, however long, um, mm. throughout the NRL. Yeah.
0: and You talk about the nursery of talent, but their nursery of talent was Walker and Walsh, you know? So it's like...
1: Yeah, and, and yeah. So I, I well. agree, but I, I still think there's more talent up there. It's not, you know...
0: We can only it's hope. It's not the end of it. For the sake of the Broncos, we can only hope. Um, yeah. And speaking of, I guess, the long-term for them, mm. talk Nucleus. Yes, nucleus. <laughs> so favorite word, the, yeah, Nucleus. Our favourite word.
1: Yeah, the bulk of their side that they're committed to long term. Um, and there are lots of names that you, you'd be happy to see that they've tied down. So for four years they've got Katoni Staggs, who we didn't see much of this year. But mm. you know, I think most Brisbane fans would be happy that he's there long term. He's a potential and five eight. You know, he, he is. he's a center, he,
0: but he's a potential six with Adam Reynolds.
1: Especially with yeah, with someone like Adam Reynolds playing at halfback. Mm. Um, so Adam Reynolds is one of the players they've got there for three years, along with Cape Verde, Haas, Piacura, Rabadi, oh. and Ricky. Wow, that's a, so, lot of, that's a lot of players. Yeah, they've got a fair few tied up, um, I guess, for that three-year period. Payne Haas yeah. is the big one that you'd probably want to be convincing over the next three years that Brisbane is the best place for him. Um, you can't see Reynolds signing on again after this three years is up but no. Rabadi, Ricky and Piakura are definitely ones that they want to lock down and build their forward pack around. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty happy, pretty happy with that, that, that list of names mm-hmm. for the Broncos moving forward. it's good to see that. And I think um, a big part of that has been um, Ben Iken coming to the club, hasn't it? I think uh, Yeah, as, he's as made a difference. head of football or general manager, whichever role, pretty much the same thing. Um, you know, he's he's definitely aimed to secure the players that need to be secured, I guess, yeah. after the disappointing losses that they've had. They, yeah, I think that when they signed Capewell, that was not long after can got there. Um, I think Reynolds, three years, you know, Rabidos it was out of the question for them, but I think three years is like based on how he's playing at the moment and the way that he plays, three years is, well worth the money. Well worth Yeah, the I think
1: I think it's worth the investment. Um, even if his body doesn't hold up for that three years entirely, I'm sure he'll, you know, wear some wounds and spend some time on the sideline just as an older player. Mm. But his professionalism, as we've spoken about before, him. The way he approaches the game and that culture, that leadership, it's going to be really valuable, especially to whatever halves they've got coming through as well, who will probably look to take over. Um, on that halves, do you think Reynolds and Stags will start twenty twenty two as their halfback and five eight?
0: I I would be. It depends on how the preseason goes, and but I, from what I've seen so far, I the fact that Stags didn't play most of twenty twenty one. I would start him at center and then look to make a shift at some point. You know, I I think for me I'd I'd have Albert Kelly start the year at 58. He's experienced. He he he's earned he's he's I think he's earned the right to the sixth jersey based on how he played in this season mm. and the fact that he came in helped them to to finish the year on a high on their version, you know, with some wins. Uh I I'd be giving it to Albert Kelly. To start, just start the year with two experienced heads in Kelly and Reynolds. Let, you know,
1: try Yeah, and- I, I'm, I'm sort of in the different camp. I think because Staggs has spent a while on the sidelines, why not bring him back fresh with a new mindset that you're a half, start focusing on this. Um, there's a lot to learn when transitioning into the halves, so why not give him all the prep? and every opportunity to learn and it might take him half a season to get to speed mm. with playing that role especially next to Reynolds but why not get him learning from day one um, into that in that role um, yeah, yeah to the point where I even if they wanted to make a different call for the opening rounds I probably then wouldn't play him at center. I'd probably still have him playing reserve grade in the halves. Yeah, right. If that's the long term plan, I just think get them out there from day one mm. and get stags learning how to play as a five eighth.
0: Yeah, like it's a fair point. Um Yeah, it's a, it's yeah, it's definitely a fair point. I guess yeah, I guess you do want to start round one with your ideal team to go into the year. So You want to give them as much, and it's all about how you
1: finish the year, as as you know. Bellamy has often said, and Robinson, it's about playing your best footy at finals. Yeah, and that might cost you some wins in the opening rounds if you're the Broncos looking at a new halves partnership. Yeah, but I just think long term, which is what they have to be looking at, or you know, at least medium term, Mm. that's a better halves sort of to develop than Kelly or. Someone like Tyson Gamble, who, who played decent when he was given a shot, um, mm. so I'll have to wait and see what they what they do. But as we said, it's up to Kevy to prove his worth. Now they've given him a long grace period, and it feels like it's really um, time to shine for the Broncos next year.
0: It is. Um, well, that's all the fan questions we have for the Broncos. So, oh no, sorry, we've just done. Yeah, sorry, I'm talking about the nucleus, but. Um, mm. <laughs> um, Let's, I guess yeah, well, you know, go go ladder prediction sponsored by Vince underscore eats. Um, <laughs> off the top of our head, where we haven't really talked about where they where where we reckon they sit in the ladder <sighs> discussion for next year.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one.
0: It is a really tough one.
1: I probably have them at twelfth.
0: I was going to say twelve or, as well.
1: Is you know if they. String together, it's just hard to see what their 17 is at the moment, right? And it's also, it's
0: hard to see Adam Reynolds missing the top eight. He just never does it. He's barely done it in his career.
1: If they have learned a lot from this year and Kevy's confident on the 17 that he wants to play, you know, from game one through and they don't have much injuries and stuff, Mm. I can see them developing quickly into a top eight side I don't think they're that far away from it I think the talent is there the you know hopefully the coachings there so the systems are in place and with a player like Reynolds who can completely control a game and everybody else has their job simplified because he's out there they could easily threaten for the top eight but mm. they just this is for the first time in a long time it's a Group of young Broncos players who haven't tasted success and they yeah. haven't been there and done that. And the old guard, people like Alex Glenn, who you know has been there throughout the Broncos dominance, aren't there anymore. Yeah. So they're bringing in the experience from outside, which is something that's pretty rare for a club like the Broncos. That's true. Um, which, yeah, for my mind, drops them down a, down a peg on that, um, on the ladder.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go twelfth as well. I, <laughs> I pretty much for every reason that you said, but I have no idea. They could, like, like they could be anywhere from sixth to fifteenth. In my opinion, they yeah. Uh, this I just have no clue. So that's the reason why I'm going twelfth because it's somewhere in in the middle. Um, <laughs> it's a nice little safe,
1: <laughs> safe
0: number twelve. Safe number twelve. Well, Broncos fans, uh, you know, I'll get get on get on your horse get on your (laughs) get on your ride (laughs) up the ladder um and from 14th to 12th next year how exciting big rise uh bye-bye (laughs) bye-bye